Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the Anvil of Experience. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called The Shedding Shackles. I've been around over 30 years now. My message is a very simple one. I want you to learn how to calm down and see things with a perspective that permits you to move, to act, to live reasonably, decisively, rationally, patiently, and courageously. I listed several virtues there, didn't I? And where do those virtues come from? They come from God. Yes, upon the anvil of experience, we we may temper such virtues, but you have to have them in the first place. Now, when we're little children, we're born very close to them. A little child knows what patience is. A little child knows what getting angry is. A little child knows what courage is. As a matter of fact, most of us, when we were young, when we were children and teenagers, we loved people who were courageous, who stood for what was right, and who fought against uh, bad people. And we loved them. We loved heroes. We loved noble knights and noble princesses. And we wanted to be that way also. And we loved movies like Star Wars, where there were heroes. And they were young heroes too, weren't they? Well, we need courage now. So I want to say something that may be a bit of a surprise to you. And please, please listen thoughtfully and don't overreact to what I say. I'm going to say that the fact that you are very anxious and nervous and the fact that you feel oppressed and confused and uh, hard set upon has to do with your lack of courage. That's right. You lack courage. Now take heart because I said that you were born close to it when you were a little child, but then somehow you fell away from it, so you don't have it now. You have what appears to be courage. You can get angry, you can yell and uh, scream and pound your fist and all that kind of stuff, but that's not really courage. Courage comes from within, and you don't have it. So actually, it's a good thing to know that. Because you've always thought, well, I have to give myself courage. I have to make myself courage. I have to try to be courageous. You don't have it. So what you must do is find it. You must find it. Luckily, you have me, this program you can listen to, and my meditations and my books and, and my articles and my YouTube lectures and everything to be of help to you. And then you have people from the past who have talked about such things. But you must find courage.
I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Be sure to check out our many free resources at SheddingShackles.com. So now, how are you going to find courage? Well, the way it is now is that you are so wrapped up in, so immersed in your upsets, your nervousness, your anxiety, your anger, your fear, and all the problems that assail you from outside. You're so lost in them, so lost that you can't find the courage. You can't see the forest for the trees. So the first thing you have to do is learn how to stand back. The mystics, the Christian mystics, called it uh, detachment or recollection. That's what you must find out how to do. You must stand back so you're not totally lost in your upset. May I give you a little example that will illustrate what I mean? You know when you're really sick, when you just feel really terrible, and you're laying in bed and you have deliriums and your thoughts are like nightmares and daydreams and so on, you know, when you have a fever or something. It's very hard to be able to do hardly anything because you're so lost in that. Well, it's something like that. And it's also something like if you eat too much, let's say you eat way too much, way, 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 way too much, and then you drink too much. At that point, you're so lost in the uh, sensations and the digesting of your food and the, the excessive sugar in your bloodstream and the alcohol or marijuana or whatever it is, you can hardly rouse yourself to be a noble person. You know what I mean? So you have to wean yourself of excesses. And the thing, what is your biggest excess now? Is it food? No. Is it drugs? No. Is it alcohol? No. Is it excessive socializing? No. Is it excessive texting or surfing the internet? No. Is it excessive video games? No. Although you may be doing all of those things to excess. What is the main excess now that is preventing you from having courage and virtue? It is, are you ready? It is getting lost in your thoughts and imagination and fantasy and worry and daydreaming and thinking about the past and planning for the future. You're lost in the Alice in Wonderland world of thought. You have to come out of that because the things that assail you on the outside, they could simply stay on the outside and you could watch them. And yes, they, they might be unpleasant. You might not like them and they might concern you. But once they get inside, once they get inside, then they torment you from the inside and you lay in bed at night and worry and toss and turn and so on and so forth. So. What you have to do is figure out how to keep them on the outside. So there are two things that you must do. Number one, 
You must learn the secret of standing back from thought so that you're not lost in it. Number two, you then go out in the world pre-armed with that patience and pre-armed with that detachment. And then you practice keeping all these things on the outside so that it goes in one ear and out the other and it doesn't bother you. So that all the things that you hear and see and all the woes of the world and so on, yes, you're aware of them and, you, and so on, but they don't bother you. You get it? So that is what you must learn how to do. And then something wonderful happens. Being closer. So here, here's the thing. When you're lost in your Alice in Wonderland world of thoughts and fantasies and worries and planning and scheming and daydreams, when you're lost in that, you are farther from God. That's right, you are. See, you don't realize it. Now, remember I talked about courage? And I said that you don't have it. You have to find it. So how are you going to find it? You have to find a place where you're closer to God. When you were a little tiny child, you were close to God. Charles Dickens said that little children are fresh from God. It's a beautiful phrase, fresh from God. So you have to be fresh from God. Every day you must be fresh from God. You're close to Him. And when you're close to Him, now listen, when you were a little child, didn't you love what was good? Didn't you love what was noble and courageous and kind? You loved that in people, didn't you? And you wanted to be that way too. And you clearly saw that people who were kind and courageous, they were noble. And you saw the people that were mean and angry and phony. You saw that they were not so good. And you didn't want to be not so good. You wanted to be like the noble people, the kind people, the courageous people, the truthful people. Well, so you were very close to it, weren't you? You clearly saw what was good and you wanted to be that way. Well, that's how you have to, you must come back to that. And the reason you fell away from it is because you fell away from that state of mind where you're closer to God. And then where did you fall into? You fell into thoughts. And usually they're, they become negative, don't they? Yeah, in, initially you, you go into your imagination and dream of being a knight in shining armor and people loving you and worshiping you and being rich and famous and throwing everything in other people's faces and being admired and being on the stage and everybody's applauding. And, you know, you dream of all that stuff, flying uh, airplanes and rescuing people and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But eventually, as the years go by and you get older and older, your thoughts tend to become negative. And then holy days become holidays and, and uh, virtues become something simply to pay lip service to instead of to, to have and to experience. And what were once noble ideals um, are gone. They become platitudes. Do you see how everything becomes drained of true meaning and true life and true love? It becomes drained when you fall away from your Creator. Now out in the world are bad people. Okay, now when you were a little child, you knew there were bad people, didn't you? You loved the fairy tales where there were bad people and ogres and witches, off, I mean bad witches, and, and then there was a, knight, a good person, and he or she, or he and she, fought the bad people and won. 
and then good one. See? Well, you loved that, didn't you? Well, now you have to realize that there are bad people in the world, okay? And I'm not talking about people who steal, who steal money and people who, who rob stores and people who sell drugs and, and people who, who are angry and yell and scream and people who, you know, cheat and lie and you know, that kind of stuff. And of course, those, are, those people are doing bad things. Of course, they are. But when I say bad people, I mean really bad people. And who are the really bad people? The really bad people are the ones who want power and who want to manipulate and who want to take you away from God and from ideals. They want to destroy your faith. They want to make you afraid. They want to terrorize you. They want to force you to do things against your better interests. They want to manipulate you, and they do it with lies and with media blackouts and with covering things up. And they do it with a kind of a phony, plastic way of talking that almost seems impenetrable. They're so phony and so vile that they lie and obfuscate and avoid issues. They are evil people. And what you must learn how to do is to watch them, see what they're up to. Don't hate them. Just see that somehow they're being controlled and they want to control you and take away your joy. In these challenging times in which we live, Roland has decided to make the complete four-part meditation exercise available for free to those who cannot afford a donation. The meditation exercise is a tool for dealing with stress and remaining centered. To listen to the complete four-part meditation exercise, simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the middle icon Meditation. That's SheddingShackles.com This is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as Ain't Misbehavin', a jazz standard in an arrangement by Teddy Wilson. you must learn how to do is to watch them, see what they're up to. Don't hate them. 
just see that somehow they're being controlled and they want to control you and take away your joy. the authorities of the world. Now, all of your life, you've, you've been placed, your parents, they turned you over to authorities who did things to you and who pressured you and challenged you and teased you and tried to motivate you and made you sit for long hours in boring, boring, boring rooms and listen to boring people. And so they tried to ruin everything. But you had your friends and to some extent sports was good and your activities and you got by. You got by. And maybe now you're getting by. You watch TV, you see the, the wicked people doing bad things and saying bad things and lying and trying to force you to do things. You see it. And uh, you have your friends, and you have things that you like to do, so you get by. And getting by is good. But ultimately, ladies and gentlemen, getting by is not enough. You have to find your creator. He is the source, not only of, of, of courage, like I said. He gives you courage. He gives you, look, he has given you things already, hasn't he? You re, do you realize that you are a soul in a body? A soul in a body. And your soul, your inner person, animates your, your body. And God has given you some gifts, hasn't he? He's given you some powers. He's given you the power to speak, the power to think, the power to reason. The power to stand back and watch and not get angry. He's given you that power, but you've lost it. So you have to refine it. He's given you many powers. He's given you the power to breathe and to walk and to hear and to see. He's given you these powers, but he wants to give you many more powers. He wants to give you the power to not become upset and angry when you see people doing bad things. And he wants to give you the power to turn your little world into a heaven on earth. Now, what are people doing out there now? What are the powerful authorities? What are they doing? Why they're trying to turn this beautiful land into a hell on earth, aren't they? But the kingdom of heaven starts like a mustard seed or like the leaven in a loaf of bread. It starts very small. So it must start with you. It must start, and people like you, until there are many people, a remnant of people, many people who see what's going on and they don't get upset by it, but they watch and they have courage. And when people ask them to do things that are, that are not good, that are phony, things that are bad, things that are 
untoward, they say no. They simply say no. Now you must be as wise as a serpent and as harmless as a dove. That's what Christ said. So now you need more powers, don't you? You need powers. How, do you like, um, oh, what's the name of the book? Do you like Harry Potter, the Harry Potter books? He had magical powers. You must have special powers, and they're almost magical. Look, look at the butterfly. He's a caterpillar, or she's a caterpillar, and comes out of a cocoon, and is a beautiful butterfly. Now, isn't that magic? Then how about a rainbow in the sky? It's magic. How does that happen? It's magic. God is a great magician. He does many magical things. And so... You must refine him, and then he can give you powers. He'll give you the power to be patient, the power to stand back, the power to watch, the power to move wisely and with good timing. And he'll give you the power to hold back the negativity that wants to assault you and wants to get inside. He'll give you the power to hold it back, and the forces of darkness will melt They'll melt in his light, in God's light that floods your being. So you must get started. Get started overcoming the forces of darkness by obtaining one of Roland's ebooks. Roland's ebooks are filled with timeless advice and can be read on your iPad or favorite mobile device. You can receive one of Roland's ebooks when you make a donation of any amount to support Shedding Shackles. Go to sheddingshackles.com and click on Donate. So we must get started to find courage and to get a little closer to God. Now, how are you going to do that? Well, I have always uh, had a little meditation that is helpful in that regard. Now, you may not need it. You may have already found it. But look, if you're listening to this program and you're saying, yes, yes, everything's upsetting me. The world's going crazy. My kids don't listen to me. I'm angry with my husband and... And, you know, all these things are happening. All right. Well, in, in that case, you, you probably do need it. But here's the magic thing. It's magic. It only works for people who are sincere. People who really and truly want to know the truth. And they're willing to bear the truth. All right now... A lot of people are um, walking around in a fog. They're in a trance. They're afraid to wake up and see what's really happening. But, you know, before you really see what's happening out there, why don't you just set that aside for just a moment and instead be willing to wake up and look at yourself. 
Might you be willing to wake up and see that you're being impatient with your children? Or wake up and see that you're not totally being honest, that some things you're telling people to do and you really don't know whether it's good or not or whether it's true or not? And can you see that you are angry with people, maybe with your husband or your wife? Can you see that you resent people? Can you? Are you willing to see that? Can you see that you had a grudge against your dad? Are you willing to see it? And when you see it, see that it's wrong and see that you can't change yourself and want to be different, but know that you can't make yourself different. If you see it like that, then you know what? Then God will change you. He will change you. Oh, the magical things that he can do. Now I want to tell you about a book. Many of you are waiting for my new book on that is a, uh, a book about the spiritual guide by Miguel de Molinos. He was a mystic. He was like Madame Guyon or François Fenelon. He was like Teresa of Avila or St. John of the Cross or Brother Lawrence. He was just like that. He found God. And he wrote a book called The Spiritual Guide. It was written in Spanish and then uh, translated into Italian. But anyway, I have uh, reprinted a version of it and updated it and annotated it. And with it is coming a beautiful book that I have written on the subject of, uh, of finding God. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a very short book. So they're, they're both together. When you order the book, you'll get both of them. You'll get my little book, or treatise, if you will. And you'll get uh, Miguel Molino's spiritual guide. But it's not quite ready yet. I'm still working on it. But a book that I did publish several years ago and that you can get is called A Guide to True Peace Revisited. And I republished a book called A Guide to True Peace it's a classic, and it has writings of Miguel Molinos, François Fénelon, and Madame Jeanne Guillon, three very, very spiritual people. And these writings in here are just beautiful. They're just beautiful. And so I would like to uh, offer it to you. You can get it at Amazon. Just go to my author page. Go to my author page at Amazon and look for it. It's real cheap. I think it's, I forget, it's just, it's very cheap, especially in the Kindle. But it comes out in, in a little paperback that you can carry around very easily, or a Kindle edition. And I think it would be nice for you to get that little book. And get the meditation. So why don't you do yourself a favor? Give yourself a holiday present. Get my meditation, which is free. And uh, perhaps get this little book, A Guide to True Peace Revisited. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles 
is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.